Hey, y'all, welcome back to the Late Night Vision Show. This is episode number seven, and I am Jason, owner of Outdoor Legacy Gear. And as always, I've got my co-host Hans from the Hans ETX YouTube channel. Hey, Hans. Hey, Jason. How's it going, man? Man, it's I, going good. <laughs> yeah, heck yeah. You know, uh, I've man, it's going good for me too because I'm telling you, I've got the. You sent me the brand new um, uh, Pulsar LR, LRF unit, and I've been demoing it, and I got a chance to shoot a hog with it last night. And man, I I was really uh, really pleased with it. And I know that you just put out a review video for it recently as well. If anybody's interested in that, we're talking about the Pulsar Trail Laser Rangefinder Unit. This is a not yet released uh, thermal optic from Pulsar. It is going to be the first uh, consumer thermal rifle scope that has a built-in laser rangefinder and should be coming out later uh, this year in 2018. But uh, they do have a couple demo units floating around, and uh, Hans and I have got our, our hands on one, and I did. I just released a YouTube video this week on that. I did a lot of, uh, you know, in the field, uh, to showing videos, doing reviews while I'm, um, you know, looking through the, the scope and explaining to you what's going on there. So anyway, if you have any interest in that, you can go to my YouTube channel, Outdoor Legacy Gear, and uh, find that video review there too. But, uh, you know, Hans, if I'm not mistaken, uh, I think I saw a pretty cool video that you put out last week. Yeah, I just, uh, you know, uh, this past weekend was Father's Day, and I got a chance to go hunting with my oldest daughter, Macy. She's 10 years old, and uh, she she goes with me to bait holes. Sometimes she goes with me when I have to take care of a dead hog or something like that, but never really gotten to go out uh, on a hunt and look through a thermal. She's not big enough to really shoot a, a rifle that's big enough to drop a hog yet. She's she's shot a twenty two. She's got a twenty two that she shoots from time to time, but you know, she, she loves to be really anywhere that I am. And if I'm hunting, that's what she wants to do too. So I'm still, I'm fortunate that she still thinks I'm, I'm kind of cool. Maybe not real cool, but <laughs> a little cool. bit, a little uh, bit. She, yeah. She's, she's on that line on the edge of that line right now. She's, yeah. you know, she's starting to t- turn into a young lady. There's times when we're about to go to school and all I have to do is just look at her and she starts crying. And oh, I look at my wife and I say, what just happened? And she's like, well, she's <laughs> a young girl turning into a, you know, a, uh, a teenage girl and i'm like oh, oh my gosh man. I can't put up with for about four years you're gonna be in trouble oh i know so she uh she went out on a hunt with me and we were lucky man i took her out two nights uh over father's day weekend and we were we ended up getting a hog each night and i tell you it we didn't have to sit out there very long so it was great she got to use uh the flare breach to look through and, and spot for hogs and she knows exactly what to look for and all that so uh, we went out and uh, dropped two hogs, two two uh, lonely boars on two different hunts, and she well, was. I'm going pump- to tell you something. It was a great video, and no joke, it is one of my favorite videos yeah. that you've ever put out. And I just think it, it was it was really cool, and she was into it. I mean, uh, you did not drag her along. She she loved it. She she's a, definitely a ham. She's got a great personality, and she just. She stole the show on the video, which I was more than more than welcome to give her. Uh, but I, she's just she's got some funny one-liners, and she's just kind of kind of quirky right now, you know, with their personality. So it kind of worked out great. But it, you know, it, it immediately came my became my favorite video. It's on the on the, the YouTube channel, the Hans ETX YouTube channel right now. So you can go check that out. It's not very long, uh, but they got a couple of hog hunts in there. I'm using the Trail XP50. She's looking through the Fleer breach, so you get a couple different perspectives when you look at it, but you know, that kind of leads into our topic today. Uh, and 
and my concern um, with releasing a video like that is, uh, and it, it's a shame that it comes to this, but when I put a, a video like that, when you involve kids into hunting or anything with guns, uh, is the backlash that I expect to receive on YouTube, uh, on all the other social media platforms about involving a child into the sport of hunting or involving a, a child in, in the education of guns. And it's been a big concern of mine uh, for a long time. Jason, I know that you and I talk about this a lot, and this is a subject that uh, we, we address a lot because of the, the anti-hunters, right. the anti-gun people, and how it pertains to social media. Well, absolutely, because number one, I mean, we talk about it a lot because this is what you are is a mm-hmm. content creator. I mean, you're putting um, content out there for uh, a lot of different reasons, but one is entertainment. Another is education. You're doing reviews. You're educating people. You're doing, you know, your, your, your uh, baiting shows. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, videos. So you're doing a lot of stuff that's educational. And again, a lot of the entertainment, my side of it is doing again, education reviews, but be honest. I mean, it affects uh, my bottom line or it can yeah. at the end of the day. And I'm trying to support a, uh, a family mm-hmm. and it's not just to me. This is, there's a whole, whole lot of people in the greater hunting and outdoor, uh, you know, right. industry. And this, I think this is one thing where we've gotten used to this, uh, you know, over the last several years of when it pertaining to guns, like, mm-hmm. Oh, well, we know that, you know, the antis don't like gun stuff, but we're it's, it's, it's hunting, it's guns. Mm-hmm. It's, it, it's just really expanded and it's affecting a lot of people and the, the trajectory. And I'm probably going to use that word again, what we're seeing between Facebook, YouTube, mm-hmm. Instagram, uh, Google search, uh, maybe some of the other social platforms that we don't use as much. There is a very scary and negative trajectory towards right. anything hunting or gun related. Right. And, you know, you said, and I think um, a lot of people view this as a social media issue and it's like, well, a picture got taken down and they just kind of say, well, that, that kind of stinks and kind of shrug it off and wonder what happened. But, you know, uh, like you said, it affects people's livelihood. And you and I talk a, a bunch about the platform of YouTube. It's one of the best platforms to use to for education and for uh, product reviews. A lot of people search YouTube. I, I do a lot of searches on YouTube that don't pertain to hunting or hog hunting or scopes or rifles, uh, you know, from fixing, you know, household items, anything. You know, you get on there and search and, and get a great review on something or, or how to fix something. So a lot of people are using the YouTube platform mm. to go through and, look at outdoor legacy gear to look at a scope review or look at Hansi's Texas or whoever out there that's doing these, these scope reviews uh, in, in efforts to help them decide on what they want to purchase. And, you know, when you, you and I talk about it uh, you know, I'm talking about YouTube and, and you say, you know, if this gets shut down, this, this is, this affects me financially and personally. It's not uh, just a, a, yeah. a hobby that we like to make videos that it's, it's going to affect you and your business. Right. And it, it's, it's a very big deal. And, and look, Hey, let's let me back up a step. There's probably a lot of guys listening to this right now and say, what are you talking about? I can right. go on YouTube right now and watch all your videos. What's the problem? Well, if you don't know what is happening as we speak uh, to a lot of guys who are doing the same thing mm. that Hans and I are uh, is they're getting videos that are either being removed from the channel. 
or mm-hmm. they're getting videos that have been flagged and as some t- type of violent content uh, because they're shooting hogs or they've got, you know, maybe let's say it like this. The rules don't always make sense. Right. If YouTube would just say, these are the rules, follow them and you're good. But that doesn't happen. They give you the rules and then they enforce them oddly all the time. So what happens is, is it's a video will be flagged, which means somebody's reported it. It can be mm-hmm. an anti-hunter. It can be a competitor. It can be the kid across the street when you're in second grade. He still doesn't like you. <laughs> that, that gets flagged. Mm-hmm. And what can happen is, is you get an age restriction on there. Mm-hmm. And that means that uh, only people who are over the age of 18 can watch that video. And you might right. say, well, okay, big deal. What's the problem with that? You're not selling, you know, scopes and you don't care about the kids. Well, that's not true because it's not just 18. It means that user has to have a YouTube account mm-hmm. and be logged in and have their age set correctly to make right. sure that they're old enough. Well, that's a whole lot of steps because there's a lot of people. I mean, I use YouTube all day, multiple times a day, whether I'm looking stuff up for business or personal or entertainment. And a lot of times I'll go to like a video and I'll say, you're not signed in. And right. I'm like, dead gummit. So that's a big issue because you can't even show up in the search, uh, nothing. And again, that's just an age restriction. There's people who are getting their whole accounts banned, pulled off of YouTube, never to be allowed onto YouTube again in their lifetime to create content. That's, that's a scary issue. That's a scary thing. And, you know, w- when you talk about, I've had a video personally that has been put under age restriction, the, the block mm-hmm. of age just, uh, uh, restriction. And, and like Jason said, what that means is somebody has to have a YouTube account. They've got to be of, of 18 years or older. Um, a lot of times when you uh, are searching for whatever the topic of that video it, it, it is, it doesn't come up very high in the search results because it's been put under age restriction. And if, you know, you say a lot of, there's a lot of people out there that watch videos that don't have a YouTube account. They just never have taken the time to to create a YouTube account. So that's one of the first ways that they can kind of get you. Now, the the problem, and, and, you know, you can have age restriction on a video. You can also get a strike, a community strike. You get three strikes and then your account is essentially closed. And the, the problem is, uh, I think all of us would agree we're okay with some type of guideline or rules. You know, these are the rules stick to them mm-hmm. and you're good. The problem is that line continually moves. We don't, right. they are not consistently enforced. And uh, the video that, that I had that was age restricted um, was, uh, you know, me shooting hogs with a thermal uh, scope with a rifle. I don't show the rifle really at all. Um, it's not not really it's not gory. I'm not showing the hogs after they're dead or anything. It, I don't know really what what happened. Now you can protest. Uh, you can protest that and email them and, and see if you get a reply back. Um, a lot of times you don't win that, but also if you do that, it gives them an opportunity to go back and look at some of your other videos and right. to to age restrict that. Or the worst is giving you a community strike. And they can do that retroactively. It's not like they give you a warning and say, okay, everything past this point, if you don't right. meet the guidelines, then you're, then you're going to be in trouble. It's we can give you a strike and then look back two or three months at a previous video and give you another strike and another strike and take you completely down. So with the rules being inconsistently enforced, 
um, you have kind of this chaos that's going on right now, Jason, whether it be on Facebook, it's happening on Facebook, it's happening on Instagram, YouTube, where accounts are being completely closed. Uh, we know people personally that have had posts erased on, on Instagram and, and Facebook for no apparent reason other than it just, it, it goes against their, uh, their, their guidelines or rules. And I'm okay with there being rules, but just right. let me know what those rules are. Let, give me a chance to, uh, to, uh, you know, abide by those rules and sure. don't, and don't penalize me retroactively. And right. That's, that, that's the that, biggest that's, concern. Yeah, I absolutely agree. Tell me what the rules are. I'll play by those rules. If I break the rules, fine, but you have to enforce the rules across the board and fairly. Here's an example. I just pulled up here on my iPad right now. Um, after the Vegas shooting and uh, the shooter used a, some sort of a bump stock and that YouTube said they were going to ban um, any videos with bump stocks, how to make bump stocks, slide fire the full mill deal. Today, this is, uh, you know, we're in the middle of June, and right now I'm looking at it. The slide fire YouTube channel is still up, and uh, these slide fires are actually, uh, there was an announcement, I believe, uh, last week. The ATF is going to rewrite their rules to make bump stocks illegal they're mm. going to be illegal to own and so here we go this is what the, the liberals wanted but it's still on youtube they right. said this is you can't do this don't post these videos they're still out there now i'm not asking they take these videos down they don't right. offend me in the least bit but the point i'm making is is that we don't know what the rules are and what they say the rules are they don't enforce them it makes no sense whatsoever and we're just talking about youtube here but we've seen uh, just love it. it was last week. I saw somebody uh, that has a, a popular um, uh, Instagram account where they po post, uh, you know, hog and hog hunting videos um, mm -hmm. and pictures, what have you. And they had randomly something banned on there. Mm -hmm. uh, same thing. We, we've seen stuff on Facebook get pulled. So and I want to take this one step further. We're talking about um, we're talking about social media, which is an issue. But the day I believe, I believe the day will come that you're going to go to Google and you're going to go in there and you're going to search for something weapons related, uh, possibly something hunting related, and you won't be able to find that because they're going to uh, ban those searches or they're going to pull. Uh, they're going to I'm, I'm speculating here. They're yeah. going to take uh, shooting, hunting gun related websites and say, we're just not going to allow those to show up in the, in the, uh, you know, in our search results. So maybe you search AR-15 well, and, yeah. you know, maybe some Wikipedia article comes up about it or about, you know, how many people are killed with, you know, AR-15s of some news article, but they can absolutely control that. And I'll just say one thing and I'll kick it back to Jans, but I was doing some business one time, uh, with an advertising company. This is a couple years ago. One of their employees was a former longtime uh, Google employee, and he had uh, moved out of California back to the South and quit there. And he and I had some great conversations, uh, and he was really interested in my business. And he flat out told me, he said, I'm going to tell you something. He said, the day is coming when you are not going to be able to find this stuff on Google. He said they are anti-gun, anti-hunting. And he said they're worth so much money that they don't care 
about the lost revenue. He said, when they just decide they're going to do it, they're going to do it. He goes, mm-hmm. it's a drop in the hat to them of, you know, what it would really cost them long term. Yeah. So it's scary. Yeah. You know, and it goes back to when you talk about advertising a business or advertising sites uh, on Facebook and on Instagram, um, you know, when you want to advertise your, your website or your page, there's a lot of restrictions that come into play with that too. Uh, as far oh, as, you know, yeah. putting a gun or a hog on there, or if you're, if your site's gun related or anything, you know, there's a lot of restrictions, uh, you know, that go against that now. Well, well, hang on. Yeah. Outdoor legacy gear, my Facebook page and Instagram page are banned from any advertisements whatsoever on Facebook or Instagram. Right. I can put, and there's, I don't know why. I mean, I, I used to be able to four years ago, three years ago, post stuff on there and they call it boosting. Uh, and you, you know, you pay whatever, five, 10, 15, 20, hundred dollars. And they put it out there in front of people. And, and if you don't know it, that's how Facebook yeah. and yeah. Uh, Instagram work for, for business posts. Even if you already liked the page, Mm-hmm. Uh, very often to, to see those things they post, those those companies have boosted that. I am banned with no explanation why, and I can take a picture, and I've tried this, okay? I can mm-hmm. take a picture of the sunset or, not an exaggeration, a picture of a puppy. And <laughs> and they, they pop up every time I post something on Facebook or Instagram, would you like to boost this? If you yeah. And I go, yes, boom, and I've tried it. Puppy, sunset, boost it. And then I get an email in about two minutes that says, we're sorry, uh, this post advocates the sales of guns or ammunition. I have never sold a gun or ammo, period. Right. And But it doesn't matter. I'm banned. I've emailed. I've done everything I can do. And nobody will talk to you. Nobody knows anything. Yeah. And, and you know, you're... You're, that's they doesn't even pertain to your business. It's it's scopes and you know right, exactly. thermals and night vision. But yeah. you know, here's the thing though know, with with me being a uh, content creator for YouTube, um, now you cannot link to any type of uh, well, you can, but you're going to get you're going to get your video taken yeah. off and get a strike. But linking to anything ammo related, linking to anything gun related, uh, in my videos, I link to your scopes. But, you know, I, I tell you, and you and I talk about it, there's a concern about that, too. You know, yeah. just linking to scopes. Uh, so, you know, that's something that we we are continually, it, it, you and I talk about this probably more than anything else. But the the way that the rules are inconsistently uh, enforced and, and how it's leading to this concern from a lot of people in our, our circles, the, the hunters, the night vision hunters, uh, you know, anybody that's into the outdoors and, and hunting related is going to be either no, know somebody that's been affected by this or they've been affected by this themselves. And it's scary because, you know, the last thing we want is uh, our channel to be taken down or our Facebook page or Instagram page. You know, uh, you know what, here's the thing. Uh, and, and this is really how I feel. Uh, YouTube, they're a company, uh, you know, like any other company, they can refuse the right to do Absolutely. business with anyone. And, and I respect that. Uh, I do too. As, as somebody that's, uh, you know, been around that before, I respect that. Uh, mm-hmm. Instagram, Facebook, the same thing. Um, but if, if uh, you allow us on your social media platforms and, and you lay out the guidelines for us, I don't know if we knew what the guidelines were uh, and, and they were precise. I don't know that anybody would 
I mean, yes, we'd have a problem with some of it, but we would stick within the guidelines. Nobody, sure. I don't think, wants to break the rules. Um, but, you know, when you have uh, when you get a message saying that your your content was blocked or taken down and it, all it says is graphic image or whatever, and it's just a hog laying there on the ground or or the a night vision video of a hog, you know, that it really just to me, it seems like whoever it depends on who sees it at these social media companies as whether it's going to get blocked or not. And that's where the concern is. It depends on who sees it, who reports it and you know, what action is going to be taken by these these companies. So, so bringing that back, let's, let's go back a little bit full circle here. Stick with me. So, you know, if you're, you're out there and you're not putting, you know, videos and pictures up on social media and you go, you know what, who cares? That doesn't affect me. Well, it probably does affect you because if you're listening to this podcast, uh, there's nothing that says that one day, whatever podcast host that you're listening to this through, uh, whether you're watching it on YouTube, whether you're listening to it on, uh, you know, uh, Apple or Google Play or any of the other podcast hosting services, they could decide that we're talking about hunting and guns and they're going to turn it off. So mm-hmm. this could literally be turned off. I think that's a ways down the road. I, I hope that's not going to happen yet. But if you like to watch, you know, hog hunting videos on YouTube or any of the social media platforms. It can happen. If I, I, my, my livelihood is selling night vision and thermal optics, and it is a rarity for me to get someone on the phone who has not watched mm-hmm. YouTube and watched videos either in general about thermal hunting or about certain scopes. They've done their research yeah. and maybe they've watched my videos. Maybe they watch Hans. Maybe they've watched, you know, Lone Star Boars, whoever. I mean, there's lots of great guys putting content out. Maybe it's just the average guy, you know, mm-hmm. average hunter put a video out. They, they've seen them all. And so it affects uh, you trying to do your own research. But, all right, so this is where I'm going to bring it back around. The bigger issue is when this content uh, hunting related gun related educational entertainment is not available that is going to greatly affect the future of our sport when kids like hans's daughter or when she's you know 18 years old and her boyfriend he, he can't go and watch all this stuff and get you know entertained and go man i wish i could go do that we're going to lose kids coming in to this sport uh, because they're not able to even see it anywhere. And again, I know I'm talking doom and gloom, (laughs) but I'm talking long-term. It's not going to happen tomorrow. I think it's something we need to be concerned about. And the one thing I I didn't mention, I do not have this caveat, is I am with Hans. I am a, a constitutional conservative. I believe you should be able to do what you want to do with your business. And if YouTube wants to ban it, uh, let them ban it. Just give me the rules so that we know. Right. Um, so bringing that full circle, Hans, what can we do about it? What is, is there a solution? What are your thoughts? Yeah. So, you know, the, the, we wanted to bring up the issue with the social media and, and with anti hunters too. And, and, and yes. that's something we, we didn't talk about was, uh, you know, some of the, the comments that I get on my videos, uh, Jason, you get comments. We all get them from anti hunters. Uh, I put up a video recently and I got a a comment from, uh, I assume it was a guy, but I I really couldn't tell by the screen, uh, screen name, but 
saying that they wished it was me that was shot instead of the hogs, mm-hmm. you know, and mm-hmm. you know, that really, that doesn't bother me. But the question is, we brought up the problem. The problem is, you know, with the social media and the stigma, the stigma, how it is going to really affect how our children's raise up in the, in the outdoor world and with hunting, because now if there's a, a growing stigma against mm-hmm. it, there, it's going to be almost turned into taboo. You know, sure. we don't want that, that to happen. So, uh, you know, we fight back, we take our kids out to do whatever, but we have the, the anti-hunters, anti-gun people that get on social media and make bad comments to us. Uh, you know, what I, what I do is it's hard to keep my mouth closed, you know, and, and I, and especially on social media, it's easy just to lash out. But what I do is I, I, I think the worst thing that you can do is respond to a comment on a video. If you put up a video or a picture, somebody makes a very bad comment to you. The worst thing that you can do is, is escalate that mm-hmm. and respond back uh, in a bad way because that will get a picture pulled or to get a video pulled. I've seen it happen mm-hmm. where uh, somebody puts up a video, they get a very nasty comment from somebody that wishes they were dead and they respond back and call them a name and that will get reported and they, they almost want you to fight them. They want that yes. conflict. They want it to escalate. And that will help them get more uh, ammunition to get your stuff banned. Don't call them a name. Don't call them a, a politically incorrect name or whatever it is. Make sure what I do is when I get a comment on anything, uh, I just delete it. You know, if it's really bad, you know, like they wish I was dead or all hunters are dead, I delete it. Now, if there's somebody says, hey, you can't shoot the side of a barn, you know, it's, you know, whatever. But <laughs> if, yeah. if somebody I makes it. <laughs> but, but that goes back to what we're fighting, too, is we're fighting amongst ourselves right i mean you know that that gets old too well so back to kind of what we can do is a solution and we you know hans and i have talked about this i've talked about this with other hunters and i'm going to say this maybe somebody is out there listening or somebody can get this in front of the right people but i know there's some some uh you know companies that have gone out right now and they've tried to put together some you know, new video hosting sites that, that are gun friendly, that are aimed toward the, the hunting community. But the problem is, is that number one, they, uh, it's very, very difficult uh, for them to get a name. Mm-hmm. It's very difficult for them to have the money to put up front to build a platform that is as user friendly and easy as YouTube and some of these, you know, established social media platforms that, are you know have just endless pockets but what i think it's going to take is someone or a group like the nra and possibly the national shooting sports foundation who uh, a lot of people don't know who the nssf is but that is who puts on the shot show every year mm-hmm. and that is uh the membership is made up of essentially everyone who is in the hunting, shooting, and outdoor business. Uh, if you own a business in that industry, you are, should be, if you are a member right. uh, of the National Shooting Sports Foundation. And I would love to see them get together with the NRA, maybe some other organi- organizations, and say, let's solicit donations. Let's put some of our funding to it. Maybe it takes uh, you know, uh, the membership, meaning us as businesses, Uh, going in and and donating to get something up and running. And I think it can be a for-profit. I mean, there is money 
in YouTube. There's money in social media. And mm-hmm. that, that, I mean, this is a, sounds like a pipe dream. I know, but I would love to see that happen. I'm just afraid that if, you know, Hans and I want to start a video, you know, hunting gun friendly second amendment video sharing service tomorrow. I just don't think that it's ever going to get enough steam to move everyone from YouTube to it. I just don't think it's going to be well known enough. There's a lot of people who are maybe they're older and they're just, uh, you know, they're sitting there, you know, they know YouTube, they go to YouTube. They're not going to run in the circles maybe to even find out about this new service. So I don't know. I just think it's going to be very difficult without some big names and big money behind it. I tell you right now, what we're doing though, it's like, uh, you know, with us being on YouTube and Facebook and Instagram, it's like a kid wanting to go play on somebody else's playground and none of those kids want them to play, right. you know? And so we're playing on somebody else's playground and they don't want us there. So mm-hmm. I think eventually, I think everybody is seeing this. There's been some, some, uh, different things pop up that people are saying that they're going to, to share content. Really. There's not a platform right now that is easy enough to share for everybody to share content like YouTube, but mm-hmm. uh, or, or Instagram or, or Facebook. But that I think, uh, as we see a lot of this come down, I think more people are going to be focused on on coming up with a solution for it. And we gotta we gotta do business, and we gotta you know deal with people that are more friendly to to what we're doing out here. But uh, you know, like we could go on forever about this. Oh, we could. You and we I could have so many conversations about this, but. We appreciate you tuning in to episode seven. Again, this is about uh, some of the anti stuff that you hear out there uh, with with social media. Um, hopefully what you heard from this podcast is, you know, obviously the problem, maybe a little bit of how to handle some of the antis and, and really the way that I do that is just ignore and block them and don't let the, you know, the conversation escalate because that's a way to get a bullseye on your back. But uh, we appreciate you tuning in. Uh, if you want to find uh, me, you can find me on, Instagram at Hans ETX on YouTube. You can find me on YouTube at, uh, at Hans ETX or, uh, H A N S ETX. And, uh, you know, we have our, uh, we do, I want, would invite you to go over and check out our YouTube channel for the late night vision show. Cause we're now we're putting up podcasts with videos and you actually see us talking back and forth. And it's kind of cool. We've gotten uh, quite a few subscribers jump over there and say they really like to watch that, the, the podcast on the video. So you can go, and check that out on YouTube. And also, please email us if you have questions or topics, uh, suggestions. You can email us at the late night vision show at gmail.com. And Jason, for you? Uh, you can find me on all the major social media platforms. It's going to be um, Facebook, uh, Instagram, and the biggest is going to be YouTube. And uh, please go like, subscribe, follow, whatever their code word is for, for all those different channels. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Uh, uh, yeah, whatever it is, just please please go do it, especially do especially YouTube uh, and Instagram right now are, are really important to me. So that'd be, be super if you could do that. And we do. We, we appreciate y'all listening. I want to say, uh, wrapping this tonight, that I hope you don't think it was just, you know, uh, two old codgers over here complaining about, you know, wish it was like when we were kids. Uh, right. we, we really, we want to get this conversation started and we want to get it started outside of just uh, people in the business like myself, just people that are creating content uh, like Hans. We want the whole hunting community and, and hunting family to begin talking about this. Hopefully that somebody can come up with the solution 
that, that we can all move towards. So anyway, hopefully it's been educational. And uh, if you've got some, some great ideas on what we can do, definitely let us know. Uh, you can send that email to the late night vision show at gmail.com or uh, like Hans already told you, find us on all the social medias. Uh, we really appreciate y'all listening and we hope that you will tune in again next week. So until then, we'll see y'all later.